Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Salakata back on the fan. Time to hit you with the crown topic of the day. We started the show a couple hours ago, BT, talking about David Stern's comments yesterday and Pete Alonzo. And I just think that there's a feel, even though we've been trying to tell everybody for months the Mets are going to let this thing play out as they should. Pete Alonzo, same thing. He got Scott Boris because he wants to get the most money in the offseason, as he should. But Stern's officially saying yesterday, as we get now closer and closer to spring training with pitchers and catchers reporting, workouts, I think, uh, the first official workout tomorrow. But Stern's basically saying it's unlikely that the Mets are going to extend Pete Alonso. It does not mean that the Mets aren't going to have Pete Alonso long term. I still believe both sides playing this out the right way and that eventually push comes to shove at the end of the season. The Mets will sign Pete Alonso to a big contract extension. I think he's gone. I don't think the extension comes and I think there's a good chance he's traded if the Mets play as poorly as I think that they can play this year, unfortunately, with that pitching rotation. See, the Mets are trapped. And that's what people don't realize here. The Mets are trapped. They like Pete. They don't love him. They don't. You've got to take the cues, and there's been a million of them. They like him. Don't love him. They know that they've got to rebuild. If they didn't have to rebuild, David Stearns wouldn't be here. That's a fact. And they're also juggling this very tough spot, the fans' reaction, the kickback, and the PR residue if they botch this. So... And then, oh, yeah, by the way, they got Scott Boris, you know, holding tightly onto the short ones, which makes everybody uncomfortable here. So there's so many variables, and it's tricky. They're trapped. They know it. They're playing the PR game. They're playing it well based on what they say. I don't think he's back. See, I think things changed, and I guess that's where we disagree because obviously the Mets last year at least had him available. He was on a list of players that would potentially be available to be traded that was sent out to multiple teams, okay? And then we heard about the reports about how the Brewers claim that, or, or the the Brewers' side of things were reporting that it was within field goal range. And I'm not buying that. The way that it was told to me was it not it wasn't near field goal range and that the teams involved didn't have the stomach. Uh, by, to, by the way, Sal, I'm sorry, yeah. but let's, let's also understand this. Field goal range means a lot of different things nowadays. You can right. be at midfield, basically, right. and you're in field yeah. goal range. That, that is true. Yeah. That is true. So it leaves a lot open to yeah, interpretation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the way that it was explained to me was that it really wasn't close and that the teams didn't have – the quote was the appetite. Teams didn't have the appetite to deal with the Mets for what it would take to, to get Alonzo, and rightfully so. I mean, you're talking about a, a mega deal that it would take. 
I, I think the Mets learned from the public blowback or pushback when that was out there that this is not something that they have the appetite to deal with, losing Pete Alonso. I really believe, BT, even if they were to trade him in the off se- in the in-season if things went wrong, that they would do so with the idea of potentially bringing him back, similar to what the Yankees did with Chapman a few years ago, which I think would be the best case if the Mets are, in fact, out of it. But their plan going in is to compete. They expect to compete. They expect Pete to be a big reason why they compete. And then they expect to have the best offer in the offseason with the market dictating what his true value is. I can't imagine anybody blowing Pete Alonso out of the water to a point where the Mets say, like they did with DeGrom, you know what, that's not worth it for us. That's the only way they lose him in my mind. 877-337-6666. All right, Sal, let's get back to the phones here. Alex East Quag, obviously Pete, a big topic, as is Rodon. Uh, what's going on, Al? How you been, bud? Hey, good afternoon, guys. Um, yeah, uh, I, I'm a Yankee fan, but I always want the Mets to do well being in New Yorker. But, uh, yeah, me too. Goes, I, I think he's gone. Um, I agree with, uh, with BT, which doesn't happen a lot, especially when we talk about the Knicks who got hosed last night. Anyway, um, anyway um, I, think, uh, I think they're going to train him at midseason for the best package they can get, including a stud uh, third baseman, because they don't really believe uh, behind the scenes that Beatty and, uh, and Vientos are going to solve the problem at third either. That's, that's what I think about that. And I want to bring Aaron Judge back into this for a second, because um, uh, there was a crazy caller before. So, well, you know, he compared to Judge. Judge only played. He's never on the field. Judge was injured making a sensational catch because the Dodgers, the idiot Dodgers, left a, a, a space of concrete. On Those their out- morons out there. Floor. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but was- Judge, judges, judges had injuries throughout his career. Alonzo was not. Yeah, Alonzo this, posts. This, he plays true. every day. This, this is true. This, this is, that's the bad you take with the good when you're talking about a six foot eight monster. But also remember also in 2018, as part of this amazing history of injury, he missed two months because a guy hit him with a fastball and broke his forearm. So I'll add that into the bottom line for me is one other point about the two of them. The reason why Aaron judge is a captain and Pete Alonso isn't, uh, and watch what happens this year because you got rid of Buck Showalter and brought in a rookie manager. Let's see how he controls Alonzo in the clubhouse. The reason why one is a captain and one, and one isn't is because you'll never see Aaron Judge, A, humping the dugout fence, or B, dropping F-bombs on the field in, a, in an interview postgame, uh, you know, when, every, when all the kids are still in the park and listening. So I think you're right, BT. Behind the scenes, they have some concerns about – about the clubhouse with Alonzo, who's a great talent. And as far as a fan blowback, for better or for worse, you can talk about boycotts, you can talk about people up and up. They always come back. They Thanks, do. Guys. Yeah, you got it, Al. Appreciate right. you, buddy. But, but that's a different conversation than seeing how upset the fans are. If uh, I'll tell you this, BT. I mean, if Alonzo does walk and the Mets make that decision, which – it doesn't mean it's the wrong decision. It means that it's a very difficult decision. Sometimes those are, you know, you have to make a difficult decision to to turn things around. But you know what it's going to be about here for days, if mm. not weeks. It'll oh, be about how it. could they do this, how yeah. could they do this. Not until they have success without him would it be overturned. A couple things on that, though, real quick, too. Alonzo has shown signs of immaturity. The hump in the dugout thing, the, the drop in the F-bomb. Now, that's not the end of the world. It's not why the Mets wouldn't give him a long-term extension. But those are reasons why I think just Pete is not looked at as the clubhouse leader. He's not a bad guy. He's not bad. But there are issues... To me, within that core of that team, 
And Pete's a big part of the core of the team. I do think eventually it needs to get fixed. However, I think the Mets are going to ignore that and instead sign him. I didn't say it was the right thing to do, Mm -hmm. but I do believe the Mets are going to bring him back. Let's get uh, Anthony, who's in Bridgewater, checks in with BT and Sal. And uh, uh, there he is. Punch him up. What's up, Ant? How you doing today? What's up, guys? How are you? Yo, yo. What's up? Listen, I, I think this whole Alonzo thing is just crazy to me. The, the, the issue comes down to Cohen a couple of years ago with this whole doctrine of five years, championship, championship. That's why Mets fans are annoyed today. It shouldn't even be a question. He needs to be here for the next 10 years or whatever it is. And when you talk about, you got to see a guy the other day or a couple of minutes ago about Soto or Alonzo, it's Soto and Alonzo. Like, this, this is the Mets now. This is the, the Cohen Mets. This isn't the Wilpon Mets. This isn't like... Uh, hey, but hold on. Hold, 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 I got a legitimate question for you. You say it's the Cohen Mets. What does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. It means exactly what he said. What, what? he started doing here. He started to go in all in on guys. He started to buy guys. He started to do things that Mets fans wanted for years. Not and like, how'd that work? It was one or two years. And I'll tell you how it worked. It got it got the Mets in the World Series one year. And last year, it was half huh? of the year. Well, no, no, and, that wasn't Cohen in 2015. What are you talking about? It got them in the World Series. Anthony, come on. I got, I got to clip you, man. And do me a favor. We're not going to ban you from the show, but, geez, open up, uh, go to a website, check the last time the Mets were in the World Series and who owned the team. I mean, geez, if you get to call up and expand on the Mets, know who got you there. Got them in the World Series. What, what in the World, world Series? That's exactly just, come on, about. it's embarrassing. It was exciting. Yes, I agree with that. And, by the way, I do think, I mean, you've heard me. I'm the one who came up with the nickname, uh, dubbed him King Cohen. I'm not the Uncle, uh, Uncle Stevie stuff. It's King Cohen to me. I do think that they're going to get Alonzo and Soto next offseason. Now, he's got to go out there and do it. And then on top of that, they actually have to have results at some point. So Cohen has spent big. It hasn't worked. They've learned. They've adjusted. They're pivoting for now. And we're going to see what happens next offseason. But that doesn't mean that you know every year Steve Cohen's going to go out there and spend you know $5 billion dollars on the team, or yep. even that that's the right way to do things. Let me throw this at you here. So, you know, and we'll obviously modify if we have to, if there's moves and further hone in on the start of the season. It's still a ways away, but right now, I got the Yankees around 94 wins. I've got the Mets around 78, okay? Just for a moment, assume that I'm in the neighborhood on both and I'm right. And the Yankees offer Soto $600 million. And let's assume he has a, you know, a Soto season in, in, in the Bronx. And the Mets offer six fifty. Where do you think he's going? What was he doing? Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I think that that might be close enough to where he's going to stay with the Yankees. That, and that's, that's why I say that. I don't doubt that Cohen's going to try to fly by whatever the Yankees offer. But you got this season is so important optically for Juan Soto from a Mets point of view. Because he's right. going to be in front of Aaron Judge in the batting order. He's going to be in front of 45,000 people every single game. He's going to be in the playoffs. And then he's going to be peeking at the Mets just to kind of see what's going on. I don't think he's going to like what he sees. Well, but that's, again, hypotheticals. That's well, your opinion on things. I and also, I, and by the way, I, I know we've thrown out 600, like both of us, and it's been out there as well. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's going to be the number. I mean, I but you know what I mean. High. Just a bit like yes, 50 million more. If, oh, do. you think yeah. it's too high? I do think 600 million is high. Yeah. Based, I, I, go ahead. I mean, that's just, that's just insane. But we like, said that insane. for a long, but we said that and we just said it and we accepted it. Is it because of the new trend with these guys still not signing? Yeah, I know. think that has something to do with it. Otani is a special player. I think we may have gotten ahead of, and not just you or I. I think yeah, no, I know what you're saying. May have gotten ahead of ourselves here. 
I mean, Juan Soto will probably take four hundred million. Now again, or maybe maybe he's going to take five hundred million. I, I don't know the exact amount. I do think six hundred million, six hundred million is a lot. No, didn't but the I Nash- also think, Sal, didn't the Nationals offer him four something and he turned it down? Yeah, but remember that's that's a while ago now too. Well, yeah, then, I know, I I know what he's you're getting saying. five look, at least. Okay, I yeah, think. that that's fair. May, and look, maybe six is right, but I just was thinking about him like, mm. man, I don't know. But your point is for the Mets to get him. It's going to have to be significantly more. I do think they will have a significantly higher offer, and will he take every last penny? By the way, BT, our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. There you go. Good job, Sal. We'll get to the Knicks a little bit later as well. How about Kenny on Staten Island? Kenny, BT, and Sal. What's cooking, Ken? Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, listen, BT, I 100% agree with you. Alonzo is going to be out of here by the all-star break if the Mets are out of contention, if they cleaned house like they did last year. There's no reason why the Mets can't sign him now. Why don't you take a page out of the Atlanta Braves playbook and sign your young talent? Oh, my God. That's not the timing of it. Do you you understand? That's not the timing. He's their best What don't you get about the timing of it? The Braves, hold on, the Braves, yes, the timing. Let me explain it to you, please, and I'll let you have the floor. The timing of it is the Braves signed these guys up years ahead of free agency. Pete Alonso was in his walk year. Forget from the Mets perspective. If you're Pete Alonso, why in the world wouldn't you test free agency when you've gotten this close? At least let the Mets make him an offer and put it in Pete's uh, court. They have. They have. They did it last year. Okay, you don't think they have. They came at him. They came at him with peanuts. All right, come on. And and this Stearns, I'm telling you, you know, this Stearns reminds me of a uh, me walking into a bank having having multi million dollars in the bank. I ask and I ask Stearns for uh, for a line of credit for fifty thousand dollars, and he turns me down. That's the kind of GM he reminds me of. Oh, Little my penny God. Pension. It's disgusting, Sal. Uh, Kenny, let me, let, hold on. Ken, Kenny, get a clue, will you, please? Kenny. I have a clue. Come on, Sal. All right. I mean, you know. The, the, Go ahead. I'm here. No, the, to me, I, the, have a clue. I got you. The stern the stuff. Is sign your best Kenny. player. Kenny. Can I, can I go Go for a sec here, buddy? Good. Okay. I hear Joe B say this. You're saying it. I think it's wildly unfair, and I think it's wildly irresponsible the way many of you are framing Stearns already. Now, what I'm saying about Alonzo, I will stand by. And if I'm wrong, I'll still say what I said was right for me in terms of building a team. But the way you guys are so quickly characterizing David Stearns is laughable. It's unfair, it's very quick, and it's going to prove to be erroneous. He's going well, to you know build what? you a team. No, I'll give him I'll give him this season and next season. Oh, it's very generous it's of happen. you, Kenny. Very this generous. New York. It's a win now town. Yeah, when was the last time the Mets won? The 2015. Hey, well, no, 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 no. When was the last time 86. the Mets won? 86. There you go. Give the man a couple of years, Kenny. My that's all right, like, Ken. That's, that's the point. Come on, bud. Like, Ken, just, you, you, just, you saw it. It's just I, I get it. I get the. Mets fans. I had to drop you there just because we're kind of going. Go ahead, Sal. Take it away. I, I get the frustration. Thank you, Obviously. Ken. Obviously. Like, believe me, I get the frustration. Can you be a little bit smarter? And it's funny you brought up uh, Joe B in that call, BT, because that's what I was hearing there with Kenny. Joe B. Like, give it some thought for a second. Steve Cohen went out there and spent a ton of money. It didn't work. You want him to just keep doing it again? Oh, yeah, let me just go spend money recklessly. 
in hopes of things changing? Or do you want them to make the tough decision, the difficult decision, and say, trust me, I know what it's going to take now to win. We will spend money. We will invest in the team. We are still investing in the team. It just also got to be the right spot. Right now is a year where they're going to take a step back. It's failed the way that they were going for the last couple of seasons. Kind of a reset here while still building a team that can be competitive, make some big decisions, tough decisions, whether it's during the season and in the offseason, and then go again. Well, like even this year, the Mets were involved in Yamamoto. Like, what more do you want? I don't understand it. Give them some time here to figure this thing out to actually build a sustained winner yep. for the first time in the history of the franchise. You're not be, you're knocking David Stearns. You're not paying attention. You're saying that the Mets need to act like the Braves. The Braves lock these guys up at a young age because they can't afford to let them hit the open market because they'll lose them. The Mets can let guys hit the open market like they did with Diaz and Nemo. And guess what? They brought them both back. The only reason why they lost to Grom is because they didn't want him. And guess what? They were right. He got paid way too much money. He was hurt for the whole year. Trust them. They're doing the right thing here. And Pete's doing the right thing for himself as well when you get this close to free agency. Time to lock him up was five years ago. Not now. I mean, the stern slander is is ridiculous, man. Uh, it's it's really, it's, it's starting to border on pathetic. It's just way too oh, early. Come, come on. And let me ask you guys a question. Do you think that David Stearns, who is from here, okay, is going to intentionally come back here and sabotage the team that he grew up rooting for? Does anybody think that that's, that's on his syllabus? Like, as he opens up the book on how to rebuild the Mets, here's the, you know, uh, orientation, destroy the New York Mets. No. What do because you do? he doesn't want to spend money. I mean, that, but that's idiotic as well. He doesn't want to spend bad money. He right. doesn't want to spend money that's going to give you eh, temporary gratification and then be a complete albatross for years. He's doing it smart. Let the man breathe a little bit. Exactly. Oh, my God. And, and you know, BT, I wanted Solaire, and he went to the Giants. I, I found that out with one of my uh, you know early wake-up calls oh, who texted morning. you that? The delivery no, no. of good news. That was me. Oh, no, I saw no. I, I saw way before that oh. with the uh, stomach issues. Oh, I got, you, I got you. I got you. Yeah, well, so I, I got I have you. to spell it out for you. Yeah, yeah. But then you did text it. Of yes. course. Uh, Solaire with three years with the Giants. I forget the exact uh, dollar amount that I was uh, that we saw there. But that it was a little 40, maybe, 41, 42? Yeah, so it was a 42. little over 12 or something like that. 42 uh, total. Okay. Yep. Right. 10 a year or something like that. Whatever it was, the Mets. 12 a year or something like that. But anyway, the, I, as much as I wanted uh, Solaire... I also understand that he's not going to be the big difference in this team this year. I don't want to give Vientos at-bats. I think Vientos stinks, but they want to evaluate evaluate what they have in the young guys, and if there's a move to be made in season, the Mets are going to do it. But you have to trust them. One year of being patient to see what Stearns and Cohen come up with this year is not the end of the world. Now, if they do this again next year, then I'm with you. Then that would be a problem, but I don't think that that will be the case. Even then, Sal, real quick before we we break here, even – even then, I would still be reluctant to jump in and stamp it the wrong move because, it like if, if Stearns doesn't spend money next offseason, to me that is still very independent of my my ultimate analysis of him, and that is getting the farm system going, and the decision to go with Beatty to go with you know Vientos, which I don't I like Beatty more than I don't think Vientos is it, but if he's right, then that's something in his cap, that's a feather in his cap, you know. See what he does with Pete. 
If you get, you know, some of the prospects they traded for last year when from the Astros, I'm forgetting all the names or whatever, you know, the mm. names better than me, but you know, right. they, well, they basically bought a farm system. If these players start to pop and they, they infiltrate the majors, even if Stearns doesn't spend next year, I'm going to applaud him because he's doing what we thought he would do at that point. The goal would be to have those guys pop and at the same time complement it with big-time free agent signing, specifically pitching. Now, if you get a superstar like Soto and add a top pitcher, that's what you do. One thing you can't argue with, Stearns has built a solid bullpen going into the year, and he's added great depth to this team. He's also put an emphasis on defense. Those are things that are cleaning up what has been a mess for the Mets. No depth, lack of defense, bullpen wasn't, uh, you know, didn't work out last year. I think they'll be okay in that regard. Let's just see what they could do this year and then revisit it. But don't get scared that they're not going to sign Alonzo. They will. And if they feel like it's not the right move, maybe they will, in fact, trade him and then try to bring him back. And then you have the best of both worlds. But the only way I feel like the Mets are losing Alonzo is if he goes for some ridiculous number that the Mets are unwilling to go to. BT and Sal on the fan will come back. More of your calls on the other side. We'll also get the Knicks in. And we have some Yankee tickets to give away when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Call right now, the caller number two at 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326 for your chance to win a pair of tickets to a Yankees home game. Plus, you'll qualify for your chance to win the grand prize trip to Yankees spring training in Florida. 
including round-trip airfare, hotel, tickets to a game, and a VIP dinner. This is courtesy of Wendy's, the official hamburger of the New York Yankees. Sal, I got a little something for you here, and you know it's come up over the years. I, you know, there's no right or wrong answers. You can't really nail it down to the exact, you know, percentage. But if I ask you, and, and you'll see where I'm going, uh, great Yankee Met discussion today with the Yankees rolled on, mostly Mets with Pete Alonso and David Stern. So I just defended, you know, vigorously. I think mm-hmm. Mets fans sound completely lunatic, like lunatics and unhinged. Some of you already destroying this guy's credibility. You sound lost. What do you think is the percentage of Yankee to Met fans right now in the greater New York area. What do you think? Um, Tri-state area. You know, what do you think? 65-35? Okay, I always thought it was around 60, that. 40 Yeah, yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. I, I don't disagree with that. But I, I guess it was an unintentional social experiment that I went through the other day. I got, I got to walk you through something, right? So... Colts baseball team, not his club team, his travel team that I coach, right, in town. Mm-hmm. The, they play in the USABL. We're a pretty good team, right? And I wanted to do something for the boys this year because most of them are 10. And they're getting to that age where I want to inspire them a little differently. Long story short, when I was up at Marist a couple of weeks ago, one of the before I spoke, one of the players who was on the last Marist baseball team that made their tournament, the regional, he told us about a mantra that the team came up with. And it was called play for the pile, right? And what that means very simply is that if you do what you're supposed to do as a teammate, obviously work hard individually, but everything you do is about being selfless and a great teammate. At the end of the year, you will be on top of each other in a pile celebrating, okay? So play for the pile. So I had workout shirts made up for the boys, play for the pile on the back, our team logo on the front. And to further inspire him, and I knew most of it, but I had the parents shoot me a couple if I wasn't sure. I wanted to find out what team the kid rooted for. And again, I knew most of them. We have 12 kids on the team. And what I did was I printed up for the Mets the 86 pile. And for the Yankees, I printed up the most recent 2009 one, their pile. And then I stuck that picture in the shirt with the, you know, based on Yankee versus Mets fandom. Mm-hmm. Of the 12 kids that I coach, how many do you think are Yankee fans? Nine. Eleven. Wow. Dude, I think we got to over overthink this 65-35 thing. I think it might be 75-25. Nah, I don't think it's that bad. I don't even think it's 70-30. Matter of fact, I might have <sighs> sold it short by saying 65 30. It's got to be it's it's got to be 60-40. There's so many Mets fans. You know, remember too how it originated with the Dodgers and Giants leaving oh, yeah. town. Yeah, for sure. So you had two two fan bases who not only rooted for other teams, but hated the Yankees. Yeah, well, that's what my dad, I told you that. That's right. how my dad became a Mets fan. Right. Yep. So then you would ideally have the two fan bases combined, but obviously you're going to lose some who stick with the Giants and Giant, uh, Do- Giants and Dodgers, even though they moved. Uh-huh. But that's how you have Mets fans form. I, I don't know. I mean, I, there's no way, obviously, as you said, it's an inexact science. Uh, but I, I do think it's more than that. I'm actually surprised to hear that it's 11 to 12. I, and mean, so I, just, I was you know. I was surprised, too. Now, I don't see many Met fans in my town. To be fair, we'll get back to these calls. It is in New Jersey, which is, you know, predominantly Yankee country. But I, I just wanted to throw that in. I'm curious. Surprise me. I thought it would be 12 yeah. nothing, not 11 I, I could Even though I'm at home, I see the smirk on your face. <laughs> 
I see. I can see you laughing. I, I swear to God, I didn't stretch that. I didn't make that up. That's exactly what hey, happened. Hey, am I on? Am I broadcast anywhere? Because I want to show BT a little hand sign myself. Uh, I don't want to get in trouble for it. You can't see me though, right, BT? No, I can't. But uh, I can well, see. Well, picture that. if I were yeah. holding my hand up and yeah. one finger in particular. Give me a thumbs you up for I'm a good saying? segment. <laughs> you know what? You can you can you can send me that that middle finger emoji, and I will take that. I will take it. All right. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Hey, Roldan, you spent a lot of time on you as well. I know Zach up in Monroe want to touch on the Yankees' second year pitcher. What's going on, Zach? What's going on, guys? Hey. Uh, before I get to my point with Rodon, I just want to say this real quick about St. John's. Big game tonight for them. Oh, my God, it's huge, dude. Um, it's huge. But either way, um, Rodon, they, they, the Yankees need Rodon to pitch lights out this year. No, like There is no way around it because – you need, I mean, you know, there's no, there, there's no, there's no shortcomings for them this year. You can't go out there and say, oh, we were injured. That's why we only won 85, 90 games. Like you have Soto, Judge, Torres. You have a lot of these guys that, if they are playing to the best of their ability, you know, they can win easily 100 games. Uh, and 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 uh, uh, Rodon is another one of those guys who just needs to go out there, pitch lights out. I'm not saying he has to pitch just like Garrett Cole, but he's got to pitch like he did in 2021 with the White Sox and 2022 with the Giants. I agree. That's what I'm saying, BT. Yeah. I think he's got a chance to do it. Now, again, the numbers are going to be the numbers, then he's going to do what he's going to do. And I know a lot of this has been about Pete Alonso today, but my main point about Rodon, and this applies to anybody that's dealt with adversity, the first step in correcting it is addressing it and embracing it and admitting it. And this guy, and it had to hurt his his pride and his ego, he said, listen, wasn't in great shape, didn't look the part, didn't perform, owned it. So, yeah, wh- why? starting point. Why? Why was that the case? You just got a huge deal. Yeah. You came in with an, he came in with an attitude of, well, I don't need to, they don't need me in the regular season. It's all about the postseason here. Oh, yeah? Is it? Well, how'd that work out for you? And by the way, even though you barely took the mound, when you did take the mound, you got tattooed. And on top of that, the blowing the kisses, like it was a disastrous year by every measurement possible for Carlos Rodon. Mm-hmm. And to further that point, He's only had two really good years. Now, 2021, 2022. Coincidentally, he was a free agent at the end of the 2022 season. But Rodon, prior to that, was never really a good pitcher. He was okay. Yeah, I understand So what that. are they getting? I, they, listen, what are they getting exactly? Well, hopefully they're getting somebody who's motivated, who's going to be better. And if not, he is going to be put through hell this year. But, Sal, you, you got to understand. Now, I know that he was awful. I, I couldn't stay – like – it's very rare that I I dislike a player like just yeah, you look. Like I, oh man, I I couldn't stand looking at him on the mound. Like that's how quickly his impression was negative with me, and I'm not alone. All right, I'm gonna give him a chance to fix that. But if he doesn't, it's over. But you gotta understand when you have a forearm strain, which is sometimes actually generally a pro a precursor to a ligament issue in your throwing elbow. He had a forearm strain the second day of spring training. Number one. Number two, then he hurt his back. And if your back is screaming, you can't do cardio, you mm-hmm. can't do sit-ups, you can't follow through with extension when you pitch the ball. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I promise you, in the excuse-making industri- uh, um, industry or, or, or business, mm-hmm. but I, I, context matters. And the guy couldn't grip it and couldn't rip it, and he couldn't bend. 
And my problem is that whether you think he's going to have a bounce back year or I think he's going to fail miserably yet again, that doesn't matter. The, the, the fact is that they, the Yankees themselves, believe in him and they, the Yankees, are relying on him. So to our caller's point, I agree with him that the Yankees need him to pitch the way that he did the last two seasons prior to last year, prior to coming to the Yankees, oh, yeah. if they want to have the ultimate success. Oh, I'm with you on that. There, there's no runner for that. That is that is, that is the biggest storyline for me for the Yankees going in. 877-337-6666. BT and Sound on the fan. Dave Croton on Hudson. What's going on, Dave? Morning, gentlemen. Hello, How are you, sir? Um, I'm with I'm with you, BT on Stearns. I like he's right where he's supposed to be doing. I think this is the way Cohen does business. He built his empire slow and steady. He's not going to go out and go crazy. My question is this though: You got him winning 74, 75 games. No, Come no, I said, I said seventy eight. I amended that. I okay. said seventy eight. Come in late July, they're in it. Now does Stearns go out and maybe trade some of these prospects to get a free agent that's going to help them get to the playoffs? Nope. That means- nope. Or- no, no, but that's a good thing. That, now, I'm not saying there won't be an upgrade better than Darren Ruff or Vogelback like Epler, but he's not going to just abruptly shift course and say, well, you know, maybe we can steal the wild card. Let me give up, I don't know, the kid, Jet Williams, whatever his name is, the kid, there all the kids in the, the minors, those kids, just for, uh, you know, a 40-day fix who may or may not hit yeah. The way he, no, that he he's staying the course as he should. No, but what they could do, what they could Get do, time. is take on money. They could take on money and give with. up lesser prospects. I agree that, with that. Yes, they, they're, they're going to oh, upgrade. They, they will upgrade the team if they to, need to. It's going to be fun to watch SNY this summer with you guys, your colleague, having to bring that beard in in a wheelbarrow because Alonzo's <laughs> here. Alonzo's here till maybe July. Maybe they'll trade him if they, you know, they, you know what you said, BT, but. Too many Mets fans think like Evan. They think they know better. Let this guy Stearns do his job. We'll be fine. Well, I don't think right? Evan's bashing Stearns. I, I, he's talking about the beer. Those are two different things. Thanks for the call there, Dave. We do no, have well, a serious issue. What, well, talk, talking about the extension with Alonzo, like, I don't understand why Mets fans ignore reality. Like, it's right there in front of your face. Even what Steve Cohen said dating back to last year, last offseason, or during the season last year, where you predicted what was going to happen this offseason. Fans don't want to hear it. They're telling you. They've, they've said a million times we're not going to go all in and just spend money just to spend money. If there's a move that we think is worth it, we're going to do it, i.e. Yamamoto. Mm-hmm. They're telling you we're not going to extend Pete Alonso before the season. Why would they at this point? Fans don't want to hear it. Evan didn't want to hear it, hence the beard thing. Uh, he, he's he just he can't, he can't keep walking around like this much longer. It's just it's, Well, what's he going to do? Oh, I got a solution for him. It's going to be very anti-Evan because it's it's a stylish thing. So we'd have to embrace style for, for the first time maybe ever. But there's a way to take that beard, right, tackle it, and actually look pretty smooth, all right? And that is got to start tapering the sides, first of all. That you got to do. You got to go Dallas Keuchel. You got to make that almost like, imagine the bottom part of the beard. It's got to get a little bit longer. You almost make it like the top of a flat top. And he, he's just got to shape it, dude. Because if he walks around with that orange straggly thing, it's just ain't going to work for him. It's no. just not. You know what I call that? His <laughs> problem. <laughs> but it's also becoming Tiki and Shaw's problem. <laughs> oh, that's that's their problem. I hear, I hear, I hear. I hear. That's look, not our problem. I'm that's just trying problem. to help him. Taper it up and it'll be good. Look, like, up? look up the name Mike Beltron. He's an MMA referee. That's what I think. Evan needs to do with his beard, but it has, does have to grow long. And if you see it, you'll understand. I got to check it out. I'm yes. saying we're a little late here, so Sal, take it. I got to check this out during the break. We got oh, to get to those Knicks, too, bud. 
Don't you have a read here, BT, that we got to get to? We'll come back, hit you with uh, more of the calls on the other side. Also, have a little bold-faced truth, bold-faced lie coming up. Haven't done that in a while. Now that the football season is over, we'll bring that back into the mix as well. When this happens... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You talked about it on the fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Now time for Bold Face Lie, Bold Face Truth with Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata. All right, Hop, what do you got for us here? It's uh, been a while since we've had the bold face lie, bold face truth. What do you got today, Hop? Yes, again, just a reminder, I give a statement. You guys tell me whether it's a bold face lie or bold face truth. Mm. We will start Knicks yesterday. They lost to the uh, Houston Rockets, and there was no love to Jalen Brunson at, at, with that bad foul call. But will he get love in the MVP race? Jalen Brunson will get a first-place vote as MVP BTU start off. Ooh, you know, that's a tough one because you frame it down. It, the one makes me say, I'm going to say bold-faced truth. The only pause is that they've lost a couple in a row. The reinforcements aren't coming back anytime soon. So, I mean, even Hartenstein now, you got to worry about the, the stupid Achilles flare-up tendonitis, but... I'm going to say bold-faced truth. Those who really watch him know what he does, the elevation. He sticks the jumper last night, eight, eight seconds, that ridiculous call. All night, the Knicks really got screwed. I would say bold-faced truth. He deserves at least Fine. Find me a more valuable player yeah. to their team in the NBA. He better get at least one. He should get a lot more. It is absolutely a bald face truth. Jalen Brunson will get at least one MVP uh, MVP vote. I do think we're almost sleeping on it a little bit. The odds makers, even a week ago as we talked about it, BT, they were sleeping on it. Brunson should be strongly considered. I'm not saying he's the best player in the league, uh-huh. but he's certainly, he's certainly one of the most valuable. He should be strongly considered for MVP. Real quick, hop before you go on to the next one, Sal, and I, you laid it out perfect there. But what I what bothers me is that the the actual meaning of the award's been hijacked. If people really voted in terms of like literal value, you, it, he'd get he'd get a ton. 
I just fear that people, you know, look at records and, you know, it kind of gets a little hijacked. But, uh, no, nah, that was a good job. We're, we're on the same page. Uh, guess what happened last night, boys? You got lucky? What? Well, no, that I didn't. Uh, the yeah. <laughs> Igor Shosturkin got a shutout. Hey, he's right, playing he again. Huh? some pucks. Igor is back, baby. <laughs> All right. The bold-faced truth or bold-faced lie, the Rangers can win a cup with Shosturkin this year. Sal, go first, bud. Uh, I'm going to say that is a bold-faced truth. Yes, they can. I have hope. I know it's one game. But it's not really just one game, BT, because it's what Chesterkin has done to this point in his career combined with last night, thinking that this could be now a launching point for him moving forward. They cannot win the Cup if Chesterkin is playing the way that he had the majority of the season. But the fact that he got a shutout last night, I think is going to give him confidence here. I think he's starting to build the momentum coming off of All-Star Week. Mm -hmm. They did the right thing by giving him some rest and going with Quick for a few games. And I do think Chesterkin is going to get right. And because of that, that, yes, it is a bald-faced truth. The Rangers can, in fact, win the Stanley Cup. This has worked out pretty well based on what they did with, with Quick getting in there and stabilizing things. And then as soon as you put uh, Igor back, the, he wins and he throws a shutout up there. But for me, it's still a bald-faced lie. I do not think that the Rangers can win the Stanley Cup. Even during this five-game winning streak, there's been some inconsistencies that that I don't necessarily think portend great things for the future. Listen, they're a good team. They're not a great team, and I don't see them being great in a couple of months. I see them being merely pretty good. Okay. Uh, listen, both of you guys yesterday got a package that I did not receive, so I'm a little ticked by that. Uh, so <laughs> I'm right, say- we got a package. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a nice jersey, and you guys will promote it in a second, but I think that the stadium series is coming up this weekend, and the New York Rangers stadium jersey is the best jersey in New York currently. So, wow. bull-faced lie, bull-faced truth, BT, you started off. Okay. The New York Rangers jersey, the stadium jersey, is the best jersey. No. I mean, I mean, right I mean stuff. I mean, can somebody get the keys and release this guy from, like, you know, the, the uh, recency bias jail? I mean, they're cool. No, they're sweet. And thank you to the Islanders who sent me and Sal some sweet gear. The stadium, I mean, the jerseys are awesome. I mean, and they look, the Knicks, like the blue and the orange. I mean, they just, they are awesome. The best jerseys in the entire city are, are, are the Yankees, dude. There's nothing cleaner. There's nothing more history-driven. Uh, I like the Jets' new ones. I don't like the Giants' uniforms. Uh, the Nets have a couple of cool versions. The Knicks are pretty tight when they wear the right ones, but the Yankees by far and away the absolute best. So, no, bull face lie that the Rangers stadium jerseys are the best. Come on, stadium series. I will, I will agree in that it is a bald face lie. I don't love the Rangers stadium series jerseys, and I'm not sure I could actually wear mine. But thank you, Mr. Ledecky and the Islanders. What a nice note. What a beautiful jersey. Uh, I, I can't wear it publicly, but I might uh, I might put it on. Or if I go to an Islander game, the problem is they're playing the Rangers in the stadium series. So that was a, a tricky one for me. Yeah. Um, they're, but, trying but as, they're, they're trying to rope you in even more. Hey, they, they, hey they it's got working. You, they got you hammering the drums. They got you the sweet. It is but they're, working. They're saying if we could get Sal to put this sweet jersey on against the Rangers, it's over. It is a nice jersey. I love getting mail. Going back to the office, seeing that box from the Islanders, I was like, ooh, what do we got here? Yeah. Nice little note. Missile deck in the Islanders, first-class organization, yes. great jerseys. Uh, can't wait to watch uh, the, the stadium series, MetLife Stadium with the, the Devils and Flyers, and then, of course, the Rangers Islanders. However, I'm gonna. while I agree, BT, with you, that it is a bald-faced lie that Hoff is saying there about the Rangers jerseys, mm-hmm. I vehemently disagree about the Yankee jersey. It is not the best jersey in town. Matter of fact, I think the best jersey in town 
down is the Jets throwback or the Giants. Pick one. Pick one of the, what do they call it? The, the stadium seat. Um, not heritage the stadium. I'm sorry. Jeez. The heritage the, uh, jersey. Or, oh, maybe not even the heritage. Whatever it anyway, is. The throwback. The, the I, know classic what you throwback. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Those, the Jets, and it sounds like the Jets are going to change to that permanently. I love it. We talked about it with Adoree Jackson when the Giants wore their throwback jerseys. Those, to me, are the favorite jerseys in town. Dude, can the Knicks wear white at home? I mean, is it too much to ask for the Knicks to wear their normal white jersey at home? They got these stupid jerseys, their new city edition jerseys. I can't stand them. There's so many I would of go, them. I would go Jets or Giants throwbacks as the best okay, jerseys in town Okay, there you go. Right a boy hating on the Yanks once again. I got you. It's not hating the Yanks. What's in a jersey? There's nothing to it. I mean, more. Do you want to ask me the most iconic jersey? Sure. Yeah, what is the most the iconic jersey around here, Sal? Yeah, well, the Rangers first, and then uh, the Yankees. Of they, course. What do you mean, the Rangers first? Well, the Broadway blue shirts. I mean, you know, the Rangers <laughs> coming down in a diagonal. No, it would obviously be the Yankees, there but it's not the best jersey. Come on. Legacy right, jersey is what you're looking for for the Giants, legacy. by the way. Yes, legacy, legacy jersey. There you go. Okay. Legacy jersey. Jets and Giants. I love those. All right, BT, back to the calls. I think here. we have one more now. You got no, the Beltov? Uh, go back to the calls. No, you got fine. one more. Go for it. Come on. All right, all right, real quickly, yeah. because I pissed me off. Oh, if it's not good, we're going to move on. Go. The Waste Management Open needs to act like a normal golf tournament. Bald face, lie, bald face, truth. I'm not sure if either you saw I, I, it. I, 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 I love golf. I'll take this one very fast. You know what? Um, it, what makes it awesome is what they do on the 16th hole. The par three, 167 yards, bonkers. But and you got people lining up at 2 in the morning, out there, drunk. Lord knows, hopped up on what. And I'm all about having a good time. Trust me, I am. But when you can't even really do your job and it gets dangerous and you hear of stories, people getting groped and it's you got to put the clamps down. It's crossed the line and they got to change it, period. Uh, Must. I, I'm not familiar with it, um, but I did uh, do something like I'm not watching this thing, but it it's such a big story that I saw the. Uh, what I deem abhorrent behavior. I mean, grow up, dude. Nice That's work. what I got to say. I understand people want to party, and so there's a time and place for it. Come on, That's yeah. not it. Yeah, Acting like, uh, you know, Woodstock or whatever it may It's re- It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's out of control. It, was it Woodst- is out of control. It's embarrassing. It's uh-huh. Woodstock 99 meets a Buffalo Bills tailgate. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so it's like, a bold-faced truth. They need to clean that up. That was a good word there, abhorrent. Can, can we spell it? We get extra points if we could, you know, let's see if you leave out one of the big letters there. Can you spell uh, it? I think no, you can. No, I probably can't. Uh, I cannot spell it. Um, Does it a, start with an H? No, it, it doesn't start with a, a B? An A, I mean? The, well, the uh, H abhorrent. is in there. Is it one or two Bs? Uh, A-B-B-H-O-R-E-N-T? It's definitely H after the B. I have no B. idea. Either way. Nice word. I don't I know. Like I it. talk. Not, not used enough, B. dude. Abhorrent. Very yeah. nice. Abhorrent. Well, I, was I like it. Yeah, can we get back to the calls now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm doing that today. <laughs> uh, for God, Rudy's in Jersey City, BT and South. What's going on, Rude? What's up, guys? How are you? Yo, yo. What's up? Good, good. Thanks. Hey, I would think that um, Stearns is, is playing the long game on Alonzo and he's maybe trade him. And down the line, look to get Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I think everything's on the table here. I don't think that there's, listen, to be a great executive, you don't just view what's in front of you. You have to look two, three years down the road because what's in front of you now could impact what you do two, three years down the road. So I think, listen, NBA front offices do that. Who's available Mm -hmm. in a year or two? It's just part of the deal. NFL teams, not that they really truly, truly tank, but if there's every year to strip down and maybe take it on the chin, this quarterback class next year is better than this year, so maybe we don't strip it down as much this year. Like, that's always calculated in. I wouldn't rule it out, but let me, are you a Mets fan? Oh, heavy. Okay, let me ask you this. Would you rather have Pete or Vlad Guerrero Jr. on your team? Honestly? Yeah. I'm looking at their numbers right now. 
they're comparable. Uh-huh. I like the I like the fact that Vlad has uh, uh he's got a gold glove and he's won a silver slugger. Yep. And and he has the same amount of appearances in All Star games as Pete. And I think that Vlad is uh, the better ball player. So you want you you want Vlad over Pete? I I yep. don't necessarily disagree. I think Vlad's better. But Pete's yep. done it in New York, and that's I a big deal. You. Guys, let's not overthink this too much, you know, as far as thinking, oh, maybe Stearns is playing the long game and thinking about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Simplify here. Don't don't overthink it. It's very simple. The Mets, while he was available last season via trade, it would have taken a haul to get Pete Alonso. They want Pete back. Pete likely wants to be back if the money is right. He wants the most money. Most Likely, the Mets are going to offer him the most money. Let the season play out. That's it. This is not a a, a game plan here. Of the Mets are trying to throw people off and oh, what they're going to do with Pete. Just just simplify it. Think logically here. There's no need for the Mets to go out there and extend him now. And if you're Pete, you wouldn't take the extension now. It doesn't mean the Mets don't see. I thought about it too hard, BT, last year, trying to think why the hell would his name come up in trade talks? Because at the time. It never made any sense to me. It just didn't make any sense. Like, why would he... Remember, at the time, that was before the course, where they changed course to go get the prospects, yep. if I'm not mistaken. I, it was, yes. Where they sold off, yeah, Verlander and Scherzer or whatever. So I'm like, why the hell... Like, it was foreign to me to even think that. How I don't care what list it is, how real it is. How could you even possibly have arguably the greatest position player in your franchise history available, period. doesn't make any sense. And then I started to think, all right, maybe this or that and the clubhouse stuff and the leader stuff. And, and you know, even that, while I may think that that is part of the reason, it may not even be the case at all. And maybe they're just playing the game out here and, and let it get to free agency. And I think that's certainly where we are now where they've basically said as much. So don't try to think too much about it. He'll have a big year. The Mets want him to have a big year. And at the end of it, the Mets will offer him what they deem the, the fair market value, maybe even over it. And, and and go from there. And I think he's going to be a long-term Met. Don't think that Stearns is trying to, you know, okie-doke you and, and go trade for somebody else. It's not going to happen. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.